Les's League. Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We'll go through the Super Saturday games for today. The first one we've got is the Manly Seagulls taking on the Newcastle Knights. Let's go through these lineups. Now, Josh Schuster is supposed to be out. He's still in the team list, but I have heard that he will be out with that calf injury and Cooper Johns will come in and play in the sixth jersey. Um, but look, it hasn't come out as of yet. It still has Josh Schuster in the number six jersey. You never know, something could happen. You could see him play. Um, but, you know, from all the reports that I've heard, Cooper Johns is playing six today. Uh, but we'll go through the lineups as they are at the moment. And obviously later in the day, uh, after I've recorded this podcast, I guarantee you they will change. So Tom Stravojevic is at fullback for Manly. We have Christian Tuipolotu and uh, Ruben Garrick on the wings. Brad Parker and Morgan Harper comes into the centers, obviously for Toletau Kaula, who is out for this game. I believe due to an injury could be because of suspension, but I'll have to double-check that one. Uh, it says Joshua Strews at six. As we said, Cooper Johns will be most likely um, taking that role today, obviously with Shushta being out due to that calf injury. So Cooper Johns is at six, uh, and Daly Cherry Evans is at seven. Uh, Taniela Paseka and Jake Trevojevic are in the front row with Lachlan Croker at nine. Uh, Hamole Olakawatu and Kelma Tuolagi are in the back row with Josh Aloye at 13. And then we have K.O. Weeks, Ben Trevojevic, Ethan Bullimore and Sean Kepi on the bench there for mainly pretty strong bench in terms of the forwards. Uh, for the Newcastle Knights, we have Lockie Miller at fullback, Heimel Hunt and Greg Marju are on the wings. Dane Gagai and Bradman Best are in the centres. Tyson Gamble and Jackson Hastings are in the halves. Daniel Saifidi and Leo Thompson are in the front row with Jaden Braley at nine. We have Tyson Frizzell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon in the back row. Jack Johns is at 13. And then we have Phoenix Crossland, Jack Hetherington, Matty Croker and Brody Jones on the bench. Dominic Young is in the reserves. I've heard that he is going to come in for Heimel Hunt. Um, but we'll have to wait and see how that one goes. I have heard that Dominic Young uh, is a chance to come into this game and probably will um, for the Newcastle Knights for Heimel Hunt. So definitely one to watch there. I've also heard that if that does happen, Greg Marge will go into that left centre role uh, and then you'll see Dom Young take the right, um, sorry, the left wing spot for Greg Marju, and then Dom Young will take the right wing spot there. Uh, but that is all what I've been hearing. So again, another little update that you should keep an eye on for this game. Now for me, um, even though Schuster is out, I think Cooper Johns, what he showed in the first few rounds before Schuster even came back, uh, we I'm pretty confident that Cooper Johns is going to do well in this team. I think the Manly are going to get on a bit of a roll towards the end of the game. I think the likes of Tom Travojevic, Daly Cherry Evans, I think they're going to get on a bit of a roll like they have in previous weeks. Cooper Johns at six. As I said, I think he's going to do a good job. They've got Lachlan Croker back at nine as well. So another big upside for them. I think Manly get away with this one. I think Manly get the win at home uh, in Mudgee against the Newcastle Knights. Um, yeah, I think they get it done. Not easily, but I think they do get the job done. Uh, Newcastle, they came out with a pretty impressive performance last week. If reports are correct and Dom Young comes back into this game, I think they're going to have a pretty solid performance again this week as well. So definitely one to watch there. Um, I think the Manly Seagulls, regardless, they do get away with this one. Uh, you know, as I said, Tom Travojevic, I think he's going to get on a bit of a roll here. Um, I'm keen to see Morgan Harper. I believe this is his first game of the season. Obviously, disregarding the Mary 
Maori All-Stars game. I think this is his first NRL game this year. Um, so hopefully he goes well uh, in this side, filling in for Cowler. Um, yeah, look, I mean, the forward pack, they've definitely got an advantage there. Um, the Manly Seagulls, Bench Ravoyevich, Ethan Bullimore, and Sean Kebby coming off the bench. Bullimore and Kepi especially. I think that's going to be a real, real impact play off the bench there. That's really going to disturb the Newcastle Knights. I, I think they've got a really strong forward pack coming off the bench. And Bullimore's been outstanding over the past few weeks as well. So keen to see if he has a big impact off the bench. Uh, Jake Trevojevic as well, his defense, you know, against those forwards like Leo Thompson and Daniel Saifidi is going to be uh, a real factor in this game. Paseca and his offloading game, which we've seen in previous weeks. I mean, I think Manly have got all of the, you know, pieces to the puzzle to win this game. I think they get the job done here. I'm taking them 1-12. to 12. I don't want to take them 13+. plus. I know they would be capable of doing so. I, I'm not taking them 13+, plus though. I think it is a 1-12 to 12 win. I think Newcastle do, you know, show a bit of competitiveness in this, in this game, especially judging off last week. Um, but, yeah, I still think Manly get the job done. 1-12. to 12. Anytime try scorers for me, I'm going to take Tom Trevojevic and Greg Marju in this game. Uh, Tom Trevojevic, as I said, I think he's going to have a big game in this one, uh, going around some tied forwards and really testing out, you know, Lockie Miller's defense out the back there. Uh, and then Greg Marju, I mean, he had an outstanding game coming back into this Newcastle side, um, you know, the other week. And I think that he is going to be fantastic as well. Uh, so Greg Marju, Tom Travojevic to score mainly 1-12 to for the first game there. Um, for the Brisbane Broncos v. West Tigers game, look, I mean... I don't want to pick a margin for this game, obviously, because, you know, the West Tigers in the past few games have actually beaten the Brisbane Broncos. So this will be a bit of a test for them. There's going to be a bit of head noise going into this game um, for the Brisbane Broncos. It's just about seeing how they deal with that head noise going into this game, the Brisbane Broncos. If they play like they have over the past few weeks, I think they definitely get the job done over the West Tigers. And I think it's going to be a 13-plus victory. But as I said, you know, they have you know, struggled against the West Tigers over the past few years. So it is going to be a test for the Brisbane Broncos. I think Reese Walsh, though, is just the new piece of the puzzle here. I think what they've been lacking is a Reese Walsh in that side. They've also had problems with changing up the spine consistently here. Um, so, look, I, I mean, I th- I've definitely got the Broncos winning this ga- game, even though, you know, the past says otherwise. Um, I have got the Brisbane Broncos winning this one. I've got them winning head-to-head, so I'm not picking a margin. I'm just going to take the Brisbane Broncos head-to-head. Uh, but let's go through the lineups before we make any little predictions here. Reese Walsh for the Brisbane Broncos is at fullback. Uh, Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Covo are on the wings. Tony Staggs and Herbie Farnworth are in the centres. Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds are in the halves. Tom Flegler and Payne Haas are in the front row. Billy Walters at nine. Kirk Capewell and Jordan Ricky are in the back row. Row, Patrick Carrigan at 13. Corey Pakes, Keenan Palacea, Corey Jensen, and Martin Tapau are on the bench here for the Brizzy Bronx. Uh, for the West Tigers, we have uh, Adam Dewey at fullback. Again, it's something I don't really agree with here, and I think it's going to cost them in this game, really. I mean, he played all right at fullback the other week. He's not a fullback, though. For me, he's either a 5'8 or a center. Um, 
a lot of people, you know, in the comments of the other post I did about Adam Dewey being at 5'8", you know, disagreed. They said he was a centre. Uh, and, you know, I can agree with parts of that. I think he's played very well at centre. He's also played quite well at 5'8", you've got to remember as well. I think the thing, thing with Adam Dewey is we haven't really seen, um, you know, the tip of the iceberg yet in terms of his potential because they haven't had a controlling halfback there. And they keep trying to force Luke Brooks to be that controlling halfback. He's not. He's a running 5'8". He's been a running 5'8" his entire career. I don't think anything is going to change at the moment. What I don't mind though is actually having Brandon Wakeham in the number six jersey because he has shown aspects of him being that controlling half in this side uh, in some moments of the game and you know really taking the pressure on and uh, you know big moments. He always wants the ball in his hands. Brandon Wakeham and he was like that for Fiji. He's like that now for the West Tigers. I mean, I don't mind him in this side. He has shown glimpses of his talent, and I think we've seen glimpses of that at the Bulldogs as well. But, you know, if he secures that starting spot in this team, uh, he's going to be fantastic for me. So I don't mind him actually paired with Luke Brooks here, Brandon Wakeham. I think that it's actually not a bad pairing at all. I wouldn't even mind seeing Adam Dewey taking on the 14 jersey because I really do think they are a bit stupid not having Dane Laurie at fullback. I mean, he's proven over the past two years, Dane Laurie, that he is the answer at fullback. Adam Dewey isn't for me. He's either a six, a center, or he's playing that 14 role off the bench for me. He's definitely not a fullback. Uh, but in this game, he is playing fullback. Charlie Staines uh, and Junior Tupo on the wings. We've got Asuka Poa and Stafford Toa in the centers. Brett Naden has been taken out of this game, I believe, due to suspension, but it could be because of an injury as well. I have to double-check that one. Uh, go on the NRL Physio and have a look to see if there's any updates regarding Brett Naden. Uh, but Stafford Toa has come into the centres. I think there were concerns considering he was named on the bench when the team lists came out on Tuesday. So I think there were concerns about Brett Naden to start the week, uh, but he has come on into the centres. Stafford Toa in the number 17 jersey. Uh, Junior Tupo is the one I'm excited about. You know, he's shown us his potential over the past few weeks. And at the back end of last year when he made his debut, he was fantastic for me. Uh, he's very, very exciting. And I can't wait to see him unlock his full potential over the next few weeks. If they keep him on the wing there and, and they sort out this halves pairing, he could be a real force in this team if they build it. If he builds a builds a combination uh, with either Brandon Wakeham or Luke Brooks. They're your halves, Brandon Wakeham, Luke Brooks. Uh, Stefano Utsukamanu and David Klemmer are in the front row with Apisai Corusau at nine. Uh, we have Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman in the back row. We finally get to see these guys in the back row and what they can do in this West Tigers team. And hopefully, again, over the next few weeks, uh, they start to build combinations with their outside men and with their halves. Um, and, you know, their defense is going to be, you know, one of the big factors for them on those edges as well. Uh, so awesome back, line, uh, back row pairing and probably one of the best back row pairings in the comp just quietly. You know, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman, if they do unlock their full potential. Uh, Fanua Pole is at 13, another guy that I'm quite high on in this West Tigers outfit. Uh, really good front rower that just puts 110% in each week. Uh, super tough and a, and a bit of a mongrel as well, which is what I like. Uh, Fanua Pole, can't wait to see him in this game. Uh, Jake Simcom, Alex Twall. 
Justin Matamua and Sean Bloor comes onto the bench as well, which I'm really excited about. He's in my fantasy team this week just because I'm trying to sort of shake things up a bit. Um, you know, I had to get Nico Hines into the team, so I had to trade uh, and get Sean Bloor, Sean Bloor sorry, because uh, he was a bit of a cheapie, but I have to go and get another back rower as well for my starting back row spot. So he's sort of just like a Mr. Fix-It at the moment. Hopefully he has a big game there in the number 18 jersey for the West Tigers. Uh, yeah, as I said, for me, I'm taking the Brisbane Broncos, not picking a margin because, you know, as I said, in the past, they have lost to the West Tigers. Um, so it is going to be a tough game for them. But, you know, in saying that as well, with the spine issues at the moment, I think that it could be a big loss here for the West Tigers as well. So I'm tipping the Broncos head-to-head in this game. I think that's the safe bet there. In terms of try scorers for this game, I've got Reese Walsh as one. I think his form has just been really, really something special. And, um, you know, it's hard to ignore him there in an anytime try scoring market. And Johnny Bateman is a bit of a smoky there on the edge as well. I think he scores a try, showing us how dangerous he can be in teams. I'd love to see him go over the line for a try for the West Tigers in this game. So the West Tigers in last place versus the Brisbane Broncos in first. Can't wait to see how this game goes, uh, but I'm taking the Brisbane Broncos. I'm taking them head-to-head over the West Tigers with Reese Walsh and John Bateman as my try scorers. And then the last game of your Super Saturday is the Sharkies v the Warriors. Super keen for this one. The Warriors have actually produced a lot of performances um, that have sort of changed how we look at them going into this year. I think the big factor for them going into this game is that Tamale Martin is out. You know, he has been a factor of their attack over the past few weeks. Uh, Ronald Volkman, though, very high on him. Obviously, coming out of the Roosters system and played a few games for the Warriors last year, coming in for his first game of 2023 uh, for the first grade New Zealand Warriors. Super keen to see how he goes in this team. Uh, But let's go through the lineup. So we have Will Kennedy at fullback, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo on the wings. We have Jesse Ramian and CSC Vitalikai in the centres. Uh, Katoa just re-signed with the Sharkies as well. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Sharkies for being able to keep him as well. Obviously, there were rumours of him going to the Dragons. But obviously, with, what, with what's happened with them over the past few weeks, it's sort of not the place you'd really want to be going. Uh, not really the holiday destination you're looking for. So Sione Katoa uh, re-signs with the Sharkies and an awesome re-signing there for them as well. Oh, I had no doubt really that he was going to re-sign. I thought that he uh, really suits this side. I still do think that he really suits this side. And uh, yeah, I think it's an awesome re-signing there for the Sharkies. Uh, Matt Moylan and Nico Hines in the halves. Obviously, speculation that the Sharkies could get uh, Jack White, which would be very, very exciting for them. But very interesting to see what happens to Matt Moylan if that is the case. For me, personally, I don't think they're going to go ahead and get Jack White just because Matt Moylan has been doing quite well in the number six jersey uh, for them. And I don't think they want to change the playbook any more um, if they are to go ahead and try and win a comp with the spine, keep a bit of consistency in that spine as well. Uh, so Matt Moylan, Nico Hines in the halves. We don't have to worry th- about that for a while yet, though. Uh, Toby Rudolph and Braden Hammond-Uelli in the front row. Blake Braley at nine. Uh, Britton Akora, Teg Wilton in the back row. Dale Finucane at 13. Cam McInnes, Royce Hunt, Jack Williams, Braden Trindle comes back onto the bench uh, after that ankle injury. Um, and I'm very keen to see how he's used off the bench in that number 17 jersey. Connor Tracy is your 18th man. Uh, For the Warriors, we have Chance Nickel Klockstad at fullback. We have Edward Cozzi and Marcelo Montoya on the wings. Viliami Vaila 
uh, and Adam Pompey in the centers. Roden Volkman uh, and Sean Johnson in the half. Sean Johnson was fantastic last week, and he's going to be a big factor in this game. If he continues the form from last week, it's going to make this game a little bit more difficult than the Sharkies would expect at home. I think if Sean Johnson continues that form, uh, it could be anything for the Warriors. Adam Fanua Blake and Bunty Afoa in the front row, Wade Egan at nine. Uh, Jackson Ford, who was great last week in the in the minutes that he did play uh, for the Warriors, and Maratha Niakore, who was also fantastic last week for the Warriors, uh, there in the back row. Tohu Harris, despite an injury, is in this team. Uh, I'd definitely be keeping an eye on that one if they want to rest Tohu Harris, depending on the extent of the knee injury, but it might not be too bad if they have named him in the side. Uh, but keep an eye on Tohu Harris at 13. There could be a late change. Uh, Dylan Walker, Bally Sirinan, uh, Jazz Tavega, and Tom Alley on the bench there for the Warriors. Uh, this bench pairing here of Dylan Walker and Jazz Tavaga coming off the bench here and playing uh, pretty decent minutes for the Warriors and just creating havoc uh, around the ruck there for the Warriors. I love that bench combination. And it's going to be quite dangerous coming up against this Warriors, uh, sorry, this Sharks pack as well um, for the Warriors. I think they're going to be definitely ones to watch there in the 14 and 16 jersey. Um, and Braden Trindle, I think, equally as dangerous. Uh, you know, the unpredictability. We don't know where he's going to come into this side off the bench. So very interesting to see where he does come into this side. Uh, chance to go clock start. His defense out the back. I mean, it's been fantastic over the past few weeks. I'm looking to see him, you know, continue that defensive form out the back there at fullback. But add a bit of flair and get a bit more involved as well uh, in attack for chance to go clock start is something I'll be watching in this game. Uh, Edward Cozzi, I think they're going to go to his side quite a bit. You know, he was fantastic last week with his, you know, kick returns and, um, you know, his post-contact meters as well. Uh, he was fantastic in general last week. You know, you know they put a bit of pressure on him with kicks last week and he just lived up to the pressure. So looking for him to do that again this week for the Warriors. And look, I've got him as an anytime try scorer in this game. I think he can definitely get away with one there. I've also got Ronaldo and Molotalo to score for the Sharkies. And speaking of the Sharkies, I've got them 1-12. to Now, I would have them 13+, plus, but the only thing that's keeping me away from the 13-plus scoreline is the form of the Warriors at the moment. They are sitting 6th place. They're sitting on the opposite end of the ladder to where we thought they would be, you know, based off the form of last year. Um, so, look, it's a bit of a scary thought going up against the Warriors this week, and they could definitely jag a win late here, the Warriors. Uh, but I have got the Sharkies. I have got the Sharkies 1-12. to 12. I think Nico Hines is going to make things very, very difficult in terms of attack um, for the Warriors here. So very keen to see how this game goes. I have got the Sharkies. I've got the Sharkies 1-12 to 12 in this game with Ronaldo Molotalo and Edward Cozzi as my anytime try scorers. One.